You know what I hope ends after this pandemic? Number what? one, I hope that um, they stop squishing people in airplanes. Yeah, I there actually are yeah there are a lot of things like that I'm fine if we just never go back to. But yeah, let's what, end what the handshake. <laughs> yeah, it's that's stupid. What... I don't want to touch your hand. Do you know yeah, how many I times th- I was told by my parents? Remember, every time you shake someone's hand, sanitize it, sanitize, kill the germs. I'm like, no, I don't want to wash. I don't want to yeah, touch your hand. Just no. Let's have it end. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm I. Obviously, this whole thing is is bad, but I do think that we should really reconsider some of our customs when this is fully over. Like, we don't need to like just touch people. Okay, I know. Like, <laughs> I will give a wave. I will give a heads up, but no yeah. more. Let us end the handshake. That is yeah. my goal for the 2020s. Let us end the handshake because yeah. it's just it's time for it to go. We'll start there, and a, a bunch of other, a bunch of other uh, traditions can go with it. But we'll start there. <laughs> I know. You know what tradition I also want to have start this year? What's that? Let's start it this year. I want to end this Halloween October thirty first bullcrap. It should always be the last Saturday in October. Yeah, it. That's it's actually, time to it, end it. It's Stop a holiday. It's a holiday that really like needs to be on a weekend. <laughs> I know. Like, why do we have Thanksgiving? Is always a Thursday, but Halloween can't always be on a Saturday. You know, or I would be willing were, to accept Friday. If that were to happen, my birthday would start being on Halloween sometimes. Yes, that would be that would be cool. <laughs> it would be <laughs> as early as Halloween could be, I think, but. Because I think that would mean it could could be from the 25th to the 31st, or uh, maybe the 24th to the, I don't know, but that'd be that'd be fun. See, I'm not a politician, but if I ever do run for <laughs> office, that is what I'm going on. Actually, we that's need a, to end Halloween this October 31st yeah, thing. You could do let's stop daylight savings and start Halloween on Saturday. Yes. <laughs> Because it's oh. around the same time, because it's like the beginning of November that, um, I forget if it switches back or switches to Daylight Savings, but um, it's the beginning of November, I think, so um, just take that away, throw Halloween onto Saturday. Didn't Daylight Savings just start because of the Great Depression? Uh, I thought it World had War something II? to do with, like, farming or like uh i thought it was like a way to save power or something during the great depression who knows no one anyway, remembers and that's exactly it's a stupid why. 100 year tradition yeah. we need to get rid of yeah right now there's so many people are just like no halloween's october 31st and i love daylight savings I, <clears throat> like i i i a lot of I can I get a little bit of the irritate like it's harder for me to know when a holiday is when it's not on the same day, but um, like well, if a you lot really of times care about I, the holiday, you'll be willing to look it up. Yeah, no, I I think Halloween would actually be one of the few where I'd say like that should just be the last weekend of October. Um, a lot of holidays that are like, I don't know, like. I guess I would almost say, like, Thanksgiving could be on the same day. Like, it could always be on the 25th of November or something, and that would be fine. Because, like, people have—it's on a 
weekday anyway. Yeah, it's it, the middle so, of the week. It's inconvenient. Move. Um, it can switch spots every year. I don't know, but um, so it just it, it depends on the holiday, basically. But Halloween definitely seems like one that should be on a Saturday. Exactly, you know? or at least a Friday. Yes, I'd be willing to accept give a us, Friday. Yeah. If you can't give us a Saturday, give us a Friday. Yes, because then, and then, then it, like yeah. everyone leaves their place of like school or work at noon or something. Mm-hmm. It's just for the world. It's a half day. Mm-hmm. See, then you can still go to school and have your costume on, your party, uh, <laughs> and then you, yeah. you don't have to worry. About like, um, oh my god, I want trick or treat, but I I don't want to be tired for class. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I am terrified for Halloween this year. You know, I'm going full lockdown mode. I'm yeah, having the lights right. off, no sound. It will be like a quiet place, even though I've never <laughs> seen the movie. Just shh. Good time <laughs> People will it. think the house is haunted or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll probably, I mean, I haven't even been thinking about Halloween. I don't, maybe I'll watch, I forget, A Quiet Place 2 got delayed, right? I won't be watching that, but. (laughs) Well, I don't Um, know, (laughs) but. I'll probably watch some horror movie and lock myself in, same same as you. I'm not going to be going up to. I'm not going out, I'm not letting anyone steal any of my candy. No, this year, you're on your own. and welcome to comment section part two of our conversation here so do we want to go on to the next story or um yeah sure i don't know how much more you got but yeah let's all right well this thing happened last night we found out it was announced that supergirl which is coming back for season six will be ending with season six ah yes so that was a surprise to have happen. So, Supergirl, a show I remember. It's I, sometimes I wish we had started this show earlier, because if we yeah. had started it in 2015, I the whole time would be like, this show is never going to work. It's going to suck, and it's going to, it's going to get canceled after after season one. And one of the big issues they had was the Superman issue of how they weren't allowed to use Superman because yeah. they were going to tell the origin story, but they weren't allowed to use Superman. Like, I always yeah. thought it it would it's different, like, with Titans because Titans skip the origin. You know Batman and Robin, but because uh-huh. we, we hadn't had Superman and Supergirl interact in live action except for Smallville. But, like, I always thought it would be different if we had a Superman movie which introduced her, did the origin there, and spun her off into her own show later. Yeah. That would be different, but I was so sure it wouldn't work. And then I watched it just because it was connected to Flash and Arrow, and I was very pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I, and especially with how they handled the Superman thing. Like... For not being allowed to use the character, they did a great job of doing what they could. And then they moved to the CW. And after the movie franchise had been destroyed, 
with Snyder, Goyer, and Nolan. Mm-hmm. They were allowed to use Superman, and they brought him back and redeemed the character with the Tyler Hoechlin version. Supergirl went on to become part of the DC television universe's trinity. Mainstream DC, we have Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. But in the CW universe, we had The Flash, Green Arrow, and Supergirl. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I look back on a show I didn't believe in and just think, well, I'm glad it existed. Mm-hmm. So and I'm very excited about how because of that, because the version of Superman they create is going to get his own show now. Oh yeah. So yeah. So and I look at it. You know, some people are wishing, are wondering why is it ending now. And you know, I think when you get past five seasons, it's like you know what? That was a good run. They're gonna yeah. get a season six. And honestly, I did not like the last two seasons of the show, but I'm hoping this final season will get the show back to the way it was. Mm-hmm. So. Final season, I'm I'm looking forward to the final season. Just like the Arrow, the final season was very good. Now, I know the finale is going to be terrible. I just know. <laughs> She's either going to just lose her powers and quit or she'll die. Who cares? It's going to be crap. But I'll do like I did with Arrow. You save a few episodes to, and... You save like three episodes ahead of time, and then you watch the, whatever the crappy finale is going to be. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And I also think that it really shows, because the the DC television universe has been going on for so long, it really shows that having Superman kind of as the new face of the franchise is important. Now that we've mm-hmm. lost two of the Trinity that we had for years. So, yeah. I think that, you know what? I think having her leave, like, it's still in good hands. Like, we still have Flash and Superman who are going to be the big two of the universe now. So, I think it's in good hands. I'm hoping that Superman and her will team up sometime before the show ends. And, yeah. you know what? Like we, whatever happens in the finale, we know we'll see her again. Like the mm-hmm. in the CW universe, they'll always say these long goodbyes, and then it's like a year <laughs> later they pop up. Like yeah. I've, I've lost how many count count of how many times I've seen actors who say they're done and then they come back, which I'm fine with. It's not like Grey's Anatomy where everyone just leaves and they never come back. <laughs> so yeah, so there we go. So, what are your thoughts on Supergirl ending? Show you never watched, but yeah, I mean, it's it's great that the vast majority of these got as many seasons as they did, and did this one turned out to be better than expected. So, I mean, it's it's good to hear that, even though it it, it wasn't good to see it. Not that it was bad to see it, but that I didn't see it. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, we'll pair it with this. We'll do these two, and then we'll end with this bigger one. All, All right. right. What was that one? Okay. Speaking of the CW universe, see, nice transition there. <laughs> yeah. You know, 
for the past few years, the trinity of Green Arrow, Flash, and Supergirl have been the face of the franchise in the pre-crisis era. Mm-hmm. But post-crisis, at least in my opinion, the center of the universe is now Superman. So, for me, Superman is what I think feel will be the center of the universe, uh, is my most hyped new show of the season. I've been waiting for this since the right what, after finishing that Smallville finale. Like, okay, I'm mm-hmm. ready. Can we see him be Superman <laughs> now? Yeah. So, CW, obviously they're not filming stuff right now. Although, from what I've seen, they're about to film Superman and Lois. I think Superman and Flash will be the first ones they film when they get the all clear. Because Canada took care of the pandemic. Yay! <laughs> there you go. Good for them. I'm jealous. Did you yeah. see about how, like, recently they had zero deaths for the first time since March? They're just they're so close. I know. And yet I feel so far. <laughs> oh, man. All Canada, eh? <laughs> but. Yeah. So they haven't been able to film anything yet, but they did recently recently release a trailer using old footage, but with some new voiceover. And it starts out as a preview for the CW, and then it's a preview for the upcoming Superman and Lois. Oh, yeah. And boy, I was watching it, even though I had seen a lot of the clips. Like, if you watch it, like, the first scene is actually Tom Welling chopping the wood. But they're mm-hmm. like, eh, what are we supposed to do? We can't film anything yet. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, as a huge Smallville fan, this really played to this. They knew what they were doing. They were playing to your nostalgia because we lost, we don't have, like, Green Arrow may have started the continuity, but Smallville started this era and this style. And now, the character who started this style and era is coming back in a weekly show. And you watch it, and the premise of the promo is Clark, Lois, and their family are moving back to Smallville. And they're going to raise their kids there. And I'm assuming that's Lana Lang who says Clark Kent back in Smallville. And it's the same house we saw in Elseworlds. The same house from the Smallville show. So it feels even more like we're going back home. And so, you know, a lot of it was stuff we'd seen before, but they it feels like if you ever wanted Smallville season 11, this feels exactly like what a reunion season would feel like. And yeah. It's almost the best of both worlds because you have it where it feels like you could fit them together, but they're separate yeah. enough to where if it sucks, it won't tarnish it. So, yeah, I was so excited cool. watching that promo. So, I don't know. Have you seen the Superman and Lois promo? Um, yeah, I uh, in the small amount of time I had before we started recording <laughs> here, I watched a couple of the promos you sent me. So, yeah, it's interesting. Um, they the way they uh, snuck that promo. Uh, at the end of there, but um, um, yeah, I mean it. It definitely, I I see what you mean. like. It does feel like the 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 coming back thing. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen Smallville or anything, but 
Seems very oh, exciting. Man. How cool was it to see him? I mean, we, we've seen him for a few episodes, but have, how cool is it to have a Superman show where he now has the suit and is flying? Yeah, that's that's hey, that's definitely really exciting. <laughs> yes, so I'm excited for it. Oh, it looks so good. All right, we also found some news about the DC streaming service. Remember DC had their streaming service? Well, it's going to evolve because <laughs> it's now just going to become a comic book streaming service, kind of like Marvel Unlimited, I think it's called. Huh. And all of the DC Universe shows that were still on DC Universe, like Titans, my favorite show on the DC Universe is Young Justice, and the Harley Quinn show are all moving to HBO Max for their upcoming seasons. So, right. I'm very excited to actually be able to watch the new shows when they happen instead of having to wait like half a year until they come out on DVD. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yes, so I'm excited for that, especially because of um, the shows I mentioned, Titans, Young Justice, and Harley Quinn, I'm a big fan of. Yeah. I have watched Doom Patrol, and I don't get it. I don't get the love it has. Hmm. I've seen three episodes, and I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> but, I don't know, like, if people like it, good for yeah. them. I just, I tried through the episode. I keep on wanting to try, keep going, like, more because I hear how good it is, but I don't know. Hmm. I'm almost being like, do I go the whole season because of what I've heard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just, depend. I guess it's just a thing for certain people. I don't know. I guess so. All right, guys, last story of the episode. We re- we there was another day of DC Fandom, another day, where not a lot got revealed because a lot of it was revealed the other day, yeah. but we did find out some news, which involves the Flash movie. Which, man, there's a lot going on in that movie, and it's that yeah. other DC characters are going to appear in the movie. Oh, so. Huh. They didn't really specify more into that, but we also heard another uh, one of the producers talk about the movie. And let's see. I'm trying to see if I can find the quote. Oh. All right. Well, I'm not able to find the quote, but it sounds like it's going to have... It's confirmed that it's going to have a lot of DC characters in the movie. It's upcoming yeah. Flash movie, which has both Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck returning as Batman. Mm-hmm. You know what? Sometimes I almost think we should have a new segment on this show, <laughs> which is the really crazy news out there that you know isn't true. Because maybe I'll mention <laughs> yeah. it at the end. But, mm-hmm. Man, I heard something that's it's so fake. It's 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 not true. <laughs> But maybe yeah. we could just, for a moment, indulge ourselves in thinking about what if this were true. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's fun to uh, hear the crazy ideas that someone decided to pretend to to pretend about. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So they didn't get into specifics, but 
hearing that they're going to have more DC characters in this movie, I feel like we're back a year ago, counting down for Crisis, and I still, I have the same kind of reaction of, if the CW universe couldn't do it, why should I think the DCEU could? Yeah. <laughs> and, I don't know, maybe they'll learn their lessons from Crisis. Here, right. Here's what I want. If you're going to have all these DC characters, make sure they have a narrative purpose. Don't yeah. just have them there just to have them there. Every character needs to have a narrative purpose. Mm-hmm. Needs to somehow move the story forward. So, there's... Hey, look, maybe that was the universe saying, hey, yep, Crisis didn't work. We're going to have a do-over. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So, that, that, that's what I hope for. Yeah. I, it, but hearing they're gonna, there are going to be more characters is a bit concerning for me. So, what do you think about this news about how they're going to have more... There's going to be more DC characters in the Flash movie. Well, I mean... It's more concerning than anything, like you said, because uh, the more there is, the harder it is for every single one to have an important narrative purpose. Um, Plot-wise, obviously, there are going to be a lot of DC characters, so I wouldn't expect uh, there not to be, but it's a fine line. It's it, It'll... Uh, they'll have to show that they really did it for a reason you know I think we can say this it for the DCEU this Flash movie is the most important movie they've made since Batman vs. Superman this movie will decide what their future is Mm -hmm. and I'll, I'll just say this if we had had it in the CW universe, where we had had the first season, the first the first seasons of Flash and Arrow split the audience, and so did their first crossover. And then in season yeah. two, they did Crisis on Infinite Earths. That would have killed the franchise. If mm-hmm. Crisis had happened earlier, it would have killed the CW universe. If it happened like during season one or season two. Yeah. So I caution them, the DC EU, which is still pretty young, that you mess this up, it's game over. Yeah. Alright, so another thing like they can't have another thing like before. Yes. So do we want to indulge in some crazy rumors which aren't true? <laughs> I, I'd i love to hear this, yeah. All right. So, there are some sites that are never reliable, like Cosmic Book News or We've Got This Covered, reporting mm-hmm. on some news. Do you know what they've said? That about who some of the other characters are going to be. Now, it's a bit of a list. Oh, really? (laughs) All right, but are you ready for me to tell you the list of 
former DC actors coming back. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how this is. All right. Now, we'll, I'll list them all off. We can go by them one by one afterwards and see what, is there, what are the chances. All right. Number one, Val Kilmer, Batman from Batman Forever. We'll also be getting George Clooney from Batman and Robin. Also, an appearance from Chris O'Donnell as Robin. We'll also be getting an appearance from Christian Bale as Batman. Also, are you ready for the non-Batman characters? Sure. <laughs> There's going to be Grant Gustin's The Flash from the CW Universe. Tom Welling from Smallville. And Nicolas Cage from the unproduced Superman Lives. That those <laughs> are well, the characters. A, quite a list, yeah. Quite yes, a list. quite a list. Quite a big list. Yeah, quite a quite a not gonna happen list, I guess. <laughs> yes. There's only but, one I, I could is, see maybe happening. Yeah. Um which is that? Uh Grant Gustin from the CW Flash. Uh, because he did yeah. interact with Ezra in Crisis. Yeah, that Although I'm assuming maybe they just use the same clip. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, what would... No way we'll get Val Kilmer or George Clooney or Christian Bale. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, no way Nick Cage will be in here as Superman. Yeah. Don't know about that either, so... Uh, don't expect to see Tom Welling show up. So, yeah. But if you could make one of these happen, which would it be? I mean... I think I'd probably want to see uh, the Val Kilmer uh, appearance. Yeah. Although, as much as I love Val Kilmer as Batman... We already have a Batman, and I felt really ripped off from that Tom Welling appearance in Crisis, so... Yeah. Oh, can we have a do-over, please, and make <laughs> it so it doesn't suck? Yeah. So, yeah, none of these are true. I think we can just yeah. say that, right? None of them are true? Yeah, I, I don't think so. All right. So, did we want to wrap this episode up with some rabbit hole? Sure. I always All love right. to do a little bit of rabbit hole to wrap yes. things up. All right. What live-action DC franchise could you see coming back in animation? So a live-action DC franchise, if they were going to bring that one back for like an animated movie on HBO Max, what could you see being brought back from live-action? Hmm. Um, uh, hmm. how about give, how about if you want to give yours, because I, I'm curious what you're, uh, like going for. Well, you know, I, during these panels, you know, back before the pandemic happened, during these Smallville panels, 
Tom Willing and Michael Rosenbaum would talk about how they would love to have an animated Smallville movie based on the Season 11 comics. Ah. And I think, I mean, of the previous Supermen who are still with us, Tom Welling is the most beloved of them all. Right. So, that is the one that I think I would like to see happen. And of all of them, that's the one I, I would see happening the most. It would be like a Smallville animated movie for HBO Max with the cast coming back to voice their characters. See, I <clears throat> when you said that, I was thinking like... Um, Smallville came to mind, but part of me was like... Um, part of me was like, I don't know. It seems like it's a more grounded, literally, I guess, um, version of Superman. So it's like... It seems like it's more built for live action, but... Um, if they were to continue from where it left off, then definitely animated. And I would like to see that. But And this way, they could do the one thing they never did get to do in the show, which is have him meet Batman. That would be cool. If yeah. they were to do that, who would you want to voice Batman? I'll just Kevin Conroy. That's who I would want if, to that meet Tom like Welling Superman. Be, yeah. Which one would you want to have? It could be live action or animated. Who would you want to have meet oh. Tom Welling Superman? Hmm. How much do you think it would ruin it if uh, I were to say Christian Bale uh, doing his, uh, his later in the series voice? Oh. oh. <laughs> that you got to have one of the coolest things you could have dreamed for on television, but <laughs> then <laughs> has that. Um, oh, man. Oh, next. Then they'll um add the Martha thing. Martha, yeah. why'd you say that name? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, they were both Batman and Superman at the same time, but yeah, no, I, I, I try I to avoid Bale. <laughs> I think I got to say Kevin Conroy, I guess. All right. So, which animated DC franchise could you see coming back, still in animation? Like, either a series yeah. or a movie coming back for a new season. Yeah. Or a new movie. I mean, like, I, I don't, I mean, I almost want to say something like, uh, I, I mean, it, it's probably the most popular one, or maybe that's more. I was thinking, like, just Batman the Animated Series. Like, it would be... That, that's the one I would want. And I think, yeah. of all of them, that's the one that has the most chance of coming back. Yeah, I mean, I, it I, did I, come back in 2017 when they did an animated movie, but, like, a full new season yeah. on HBO Max? Yeah, that was my hunch. I, I, I didn't know if I was having the right hunch, but it did feel like, I mean, there's they still like make animated movies in that vein like it doesn't seem impossible yeah and th right now they're doing a comic continuation of it hmm all right so there yeah what live action marvel franchise could you see coming back in animation hmm Mm. 
Um, hmm. Something came to mind, but it's not something that you'd care about. And that's the... I, I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy could work if they did, like, a like a Clone Wars style, like, <laughs> um, not the new one, like it would be 2D animated, but it seems like a more cartoony series. Um, uh, but, but what, at this point, end, besides Guardians, what ended live action Marvel oh, and, franchise? And, yeah. Hmm. I mean, if we were asking this like two years from now, yeah, Guardians would be in there, but yeah. An ended one. Um, I mean, we never got to see uh, Spider-Man 4 in the way that we saw it, so I guess probably I'd say Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Yeah, that's the one also I think would have the most chance of coming back yeah. in animation. Do you remember when people got so unhappy with Marvel? Marvel's Twitter? Because they did like a... F- they posted an image of a four in webbing. Oh, I yeah, I remember that. It's like, what else and, could that possibly? Yeah. And it was nothing but a countdown for a Spider-Man comic with J.J. Abrams that everyone says sucks. Oh. <laughs> I got the second issue because I got from the dollar bin, and I haven't had a lot of motivation to read it because oh. I've, I've heard about this series, and it's yeah, not it doesn't sound that great. Wait, so... Here's the thing. Did they start the countdown from four? Yes. They that's, counted it from four. That's such a bad They didn't start communications three or five. Like, it was four. That's, so <laughs> that's just being cruel. I, yeah, that's really I mean, bad. you like, knew people were going to, what people were going to think when they saw that. Yeah. Even I believed the script was going to be turned into a comic. Yeah. All right. What animated Marvel franchise do you see coming back? Hmm. Now, I feel like I hadn't thought of this too much before, but I feel like I might be actually slightly less familiar with uh, Marvel animated because I feel like the reason why I was vaguely familiar with some DC animated because they would sometimes be on Cartoon Network. Now with Marvel, I don't even know. Um, Marvel was Fox Kids, UPN, yeah, and which, then reruns were on ABC Family and JetX. Yeah. On Team Disney. I didn't travel that way too often. Um, uh, in terms of... Uh, I I'd love to see more sixty Spider Man. I mean, <laughs> uh, did you know who yeah. the voice of sixty Spider Man is? No, Hermes the Elf from Rudolph. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> He's also uh, Bruce Banner in the sixties uh, Hulk cartoon, huh. and he has a cameo in the Incredible Hulk movie. Where he's like a Prolific. pizza maker. <laughs> <laughs> Prolific. Owner of a pizza restaurant. <laughs> All right, so for me, the one I think I could see coming back would be, I mean, even though the Cyclops actor is gone, is the 90s X-Men cartoon. Yeah. 
that that's so I I think maybe it was the first one in the nineties. X Men was the comic book, and mm-hmm. if they do it, there's always a chance they get crossover again with the nineties Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. All right. What makes you most nostalgic? What are you most nostalgic of from the nineties? Most nostalgic of of the nineties. Like maybe I can go first. This is more of like a broad thing, but yeah. For me, whenever I think like the nineties, what makes me the most nostalgic are the cartoons of the nineties. Yeah, they were actually, smart, brilliant. It was great. I actually do think I have an answer, and it's a little bit uh, currently culturally relevant because. Um, for me, um, I have better memories. I think I kind of have slight. I mean, there were definitely some late '90s cartoons that I remember watching at the time. Uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog and and such. Um, but I actually think my the most nostalgic stuff from the '90s is probably like Nintendo 64 games. <laughs> um, they just uh, re-released. Uh, Super Mario 64 um, like last week uh, and I've been playing that and it's very nostalgic where um, I just remember 97, 98 some sometime after that came out in the late 90s one of the first video games I ever played so um, something about the graphics and the music from that console era is very nostalgic to me all right now, what are you most nostalgic of from the 2000s? There, I recently found myself feeling nostalgic for something from the 2000s. Really? Yes. Um, and it's the comics from the 2000s, particularly the Marvel ones. Because the comics from the 2000s were so good, especially like with Marvel... Mm-hmm. You had like the ultimate Marvel universe, which is like for like people just getting into comics. Then you were doing great stuff in like the Amazing Spider-Man, the J. Michael Staczynski run. In Captain America, you did the Winter Soldier and Civil War storylines. X-Men was doing some really cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I mean the Marvel comics today are much better than they were. They have been the last few years. And still, there was something really special from the ones of the 2000s that we don't see anymore. And Mm -hmm. I also, like the Marvel movies of the 2000s, like for me, like Sam Raimi's Spider Man trilogy, the Brian Singer X Men, as much as I love the, the Marvels of the 2010s, for me, like the Spider-Man X-Men movies of the 2000s are far superior than the MCU. Mhm. I mean yeah, um 2000 I, I maybe some uh like I I definitely am nostalgic about some some music from then when uh new metal and pop punk were big in the early 2000s. Um although I just I wasn't I was still pretty young in the early, early 2000s. Um, But, I mean, yeah, I guess, too, I definitely watched a lot more TV shows in the early 2000s than the late 90s. I was a little older, so 
definitely the cartoons that ran on like Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon during that time would have would be really nostalgic for me too. All right. What are good movies that together make a bad trilogy? Like I'll I'll say this. The Star Wars sequel trilogy. I was just that came to my stand, mind immediately. If you just look yeah. at Force Awakens, 90 minutes of the Last Jedi, and The Rise of Skywalker, you watch them t- standalone, they're pretty good. You yeah. put them together, the trilogy as a whole is terrible. I that's I, that just came to mind and I don't <laughs> think I ever the when you phrase the question that way, I immediately was thinking like the perfect answer for, for that is the Star Wars sequel because, like, <laughs> I do I like all of those movies, but I I have no desire to watch them back to back. They don't make sense. I, as I think it'd be rough to watch them back to back. Yeah, like and and honestly, like I think like what they were telling in the Last Jedi just seems fundamentally different from what they were telling. Like, I mean, the fact that. The Last Jedi was taken in a direction a lot of people didn't like. I did really like. Uh, and then uh, Rise of Skywalker just, like, ditched so much of that. <laughs> it makes it very messy. There's clearly different stories being told. And so. even, like, Rise of Skywalker doesn't feel like it lines up with Force Awakens. Yeah. Um, that That's probably... They seem... It seems like you could only the only way you could really think that those tie together is if you had only seen them like every two years, and then you yeah. so you vaguely remember you're like okay so that seems like it kind of follow yeah I remember that guy like it almost feels you, like it's th- three alternate endings to the saga, and I mean in a way. Uh, like, their whole idea, I mean, originally it was going to be passed to, to three different people. Like, I mean, that's what happened with the originals, but it almost seemed like it was built around this, like, right part of a story, telephone it over to the next person, which isn't inherently a bad idea. Like, I mean, people write in all kinds of different ways, but... Um, it probably would have been better if they had the same screenwriter or whatever. Yeah, something Or just someone who knew what they were doing. Like... You still had George Lucas in the original trilogy versus this was. Uh, we'll figure it out later. Yeah. I guess what I'd be, what I'm curious about is if there is is even another really good example of that, like a series of movies that just, when combined, are like they're better alone. I don't know. You know what? I maybe I'll answer this. Maybe they, all three don't have to be good. Because I'll, I'll I'll throw this one. Is there like a trilogy where two movies are good, but you put them together with one of the three, and it's terrible? And I'll, it's the Dark Knight trilogy. If yeah. you have all three together, it's a terrible trilogy. But like mm-hmm. the first two on their own are good, but that third, it just the trilogy as a whole is terrible. I, I mean. This kind of, di- I mean, you could almost do this with seasons of shows too, where like, cause, um, like an example, like personally, like a lot of people don't like the reboot seasons of Arrested Development, 
but I think if you watch them on their own, out of the context of the rest of the series, because the first three seasons are just like really quick-witted, great comedy writing, classic early 2000s TV, that when you, if you were to watch that and then immediately go into the reboot uh, and immediately compare it, it's not good as a full five seasons that you were to binge back to back. But the writing and the stories within the reboot seasons are good. So it's kind of interesting combining things. Oh, we just got some breaking news happening right now. Really? On the thing, yes. So James Gunn is making The Suicide Squad. Right. And John Cena play... Let's see, who's John Cena in the movie? Is he called Peacemaker? Let me check. The Suicide Squad. Who is John Cena's character? Okay, Peacemaker. There's going to be a spin-off of the character in HBO for HBO Max. Hmm. Spin-off TV show. Very interesting. So, technically that's the second DCEU show after the Snyder cut oh yeah hmm it's an interesting way to frame it for sure yes all right so what tv network do you watch the most this one might be harder for you because you're very streaming yeah but i mean i mean, take th- take a lot of the shows it sounds like you watch were from nbc yeah that's a, that's what I was gonna say. I it was never intentional because I never like went to NBC and watched it, um, which means I was the exact demographic that uh, would watch Community, but made the execs there think that it was worth canceling a million times um, <laughs> because I would never, I would never show up on the uh, the the ratings or whatever, but I watched every episode. <laughs> um, doesn't it seem weird to think there once was a time where if you wanted to see a show, you had to park your butt on that couch at a certain time, and if you missed yeah. it, you missed it. I mm-hmm. called those the dark ages. Yeah. I mean, at least when we were they younger, were there were, uh, you could record it on VHS. Yeah. But I, there's never a show today I watch like actually when it airs like even the Simpsons I'm usually like 10 minutes behind when I watch a new episode. Mhm. Yeah, I'd be curious um if you were to tally I'd be curious if I were to go through all the like uh comedy shows I watch and stuff and tally up what networks they're actually on. I you might get the, the most from ABC or NBC, not even NBC. And, and, um, Did you know ABC used to be part of NBC? Really? There used to be NBC Red, NBC Blue, <laughs> and then NBC Blue became ABC. Huh. The those those BCs those broadcasting oh. corporations. <laughs> yes, it went from National to American Broadcasting Company. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah. But we all know at National what they're implying, so it's kind yes. of the same thing. Uh, 
All right, well, for me, which TV network do I watch the most? Oh, that's easy. It's CW. That's yeah. where all my shows are at. You got The Flash, Superman, and Lois, Black Lightning, uh, Supergirl. There we go. Maybe Legends of Tomorrow if it stops sucking. Uh, all right, which TV network do you watch the least? I mean, the one that I've I mean, never seen, but... <laughs> I mean, of like the big ones, like ABC, okay. NBC, NBC, Fox, CW. I mean, it probably would be NBC. Or a- <laughs> I did the opposite. <laughs> I accidentally said ABC and and meant NBC, and but ABC is probably the one that I... Because I'm just thinking, like, I mean, Arrested Development was from Fox, um, and then there's a all those that I watch from NBC. I watch some Adult Swim and, like, Comedy Central things. Um, so, yeah, I can't think of anything I watch from that major network, so. Yeah, I think of those networks, probably CBS is the one I'd, I've watched the least of. I'm curious... Um, even though that's America's most watched network is CBS. Really? I'm going to quickly... Okay, so if I quickly go to ABC shows, I'll just... I've seen Modern Family before, so I've not never seen... I've never seen any of these other ones from a quick look. Now, let me go to CBS shows. Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm actually curious about that Twilight Zone reboot. Didn't know that was on CBS. No, that's CBS All Access. That's their streaming oh, service. Streaming. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't count. Gotta pony up some cash to see that. Yeah. yeah I'm not that familiar with uh, network TV anymore. Um, that uh, What We Do in the Shadows is on FX, which... I actually might uh, try and uh, watch TV in the Dark Ages way when season three of that finally comes out. (laughs) Sit down and try to be there at the right time. Why won't these ads skip? Yeah. No, I I actually did do a lot of me watching What We Do in the Shadows was on Hulu, and I felt too cheap to buy the full thing, so there were ads, and I I hated it. Um (laughs) I mean, when I'm on my computer, there's ad block, but I can't, like, I don't know how to get that on, like, a device, but. <laughs> All right. Which franchise, just in general, which franchise would you like to revisit? Hmm. General franchise. Um. I, well, one thing I've been thinking about, um, so there, there were those, uh, I guess my answer might be Lord of the Rings, it's been a while, but I, more specifically, um, those Hobbit movies that people really didn't like, I've been eyeing this, um, there's this edit of it that apparently people took those movies and they're basically like there's a good movie in here somewhere they edit all three movies down into like a shorter 
like a three-hour movie or something. Oh, isn't the took, book like a lot thinner oh, than yeah, the Lord of the Rings books? Yeah, they base like the Lord of the Rings is probably in total like easily over a thousand pages, and The Hobbit is like a two or three hundred page book, and both of them are three movies. So, <laughs> um, but they added a ton of stuff that wasn't in like, a ton of stuff that wasn't in a book, and a bunch of lore stuff that was like more Lord of the Rings related. Like The Hobbit isn't even like he didn't know he was gonna go on to like. Like, the plot of The Hobbit has nothing to do with The Lord of the Rings, really. So the fact that they lumped all that in. So there's, like, this fan edit that um, makes it a little more like the book and takes the good parts. Um, uh, and I think that watching that might give me a different perspective on it because I do think it's true that there is a really good movie in there somewhere. Did you ever see the prequel, the Star Wars prequel, and or have you heard of the anti cheese edits? Oh, I've heard of it. I haven't. I haven't seen those versions though. I was. I heard they were on YouTube and they took them down. I would imagine. What's better, the Hobbit movies or the Star Wars prequels? Um, I think the Star Wars prequels might be more rewatchable. But I think that there is a better movie in the Hobbit. I, I think there's a better movie in the Hobbit movies. Like I, I, I mean, the acting is way better in the Hobbit. <laughs> that's for sure. It's not like I hate the sand. It's yeah, coarse and, like, and it runs if, everywhere. If anything, looking at it, that's probably the uh, best hey, part. Can you get that with a little more emotion, <laughs> George? I'm acting my heart out here. Yeah, sand is itchy. <laughs> yeah. No, I I serious. I love when I first saw. Uh, for a while, I would have said that I the second Hobbit movie, I thought was like, like amazing. But there was actually a whole scene at the end of that movie that I forgot was in there. And when I remembered <laughs> that that was in it, I I had blocked it out. And now I think it kind of sucks because that because <laughs> that whole part at the end is terrible. Um, but um, I. I love like uh, Martin Freeman as Bilbo in that. I think that there's great things about it. You know what? Maybe it's not a franchise. Uh, well, one I'd like to see come back is Futurama. But it's mm. here's one I just thought of. I mean, they tried to bring it back and it was awful. But Mad TV mm. would be awesome to have yeah. come back. Yeah, there needs to be a show like that I think because um like I think that I don't know like I I'm a I really like for example like the Key and Peele the sketches but the way they did it on TV like it didn't work as a TV show to me it just works as sketches on the internet I don't know so there needs to be some kind of good sketch comedy going on again yeah, they tried to bring it back like I think five years ago, and but they put it in prime time uh, on the CW, but it was it was not very good. Uh, yeah, it'd be nice because you know what would happen if uh, there was another sketch comedy show, Saturday Night Live might stop sucking. Yeah, well, yeah. But, although you know Eddie Murphy got an Emmy award for like the for being on the show as a special guest. 
Really? It's one of two episodes in the last five years that was actually good. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I would love for him to come back all the time. Because you know what it showed hmm. when Eddie Murphy was there? What? what it showed is that the writers actually tried because oh. he was Eddie Murphy. Like, you can just tell most of the time they just don't care. And they're just mm-hmm. phoning it in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you hear what got a lot of Emmy Awards? Um, The Watchmen TV show? Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. That's what I heard. Unless it was a lie. I thought it got, That's like... cool. Yeah. Have you, have you seen it? Uh, I haven't. Or... I have. I think I've seen like the first five episodes. And I still don't know how I feel about it. Hmm. I'm just like, hmm. It's it's like it's a sequel to the Watchmen comic, but it takes place thirty years later. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, that's interesting. Every time I watch it, it makes me want to watch the next episode, though. So I guess that's a good mm-hmm. sign. That yeah, that's definitely a good sign. I feel like I won't know fully how I feel until I get through the whole thing. Yeah, I hadn't, uh, I hadn't really delved into the Emmy winners. Uh, I missed that it happened. I think, but uh, seeing if anything I care about. I know. My mom was just like, should I watch the Emmys? I'm like, no, it's it's going to be mostly HBO and Netflix. Um, well, I speaking of what we do in the shadows again, I see it lost some things, so it's a, a great sign. Um... Yeah, let's see, what... So many awards. Ah, uh, the Emmys. You know what? We're gonna have a very interesting end of the year special. Yeah, I. Uh... I was thinking. You know what? Just we're gonna throw the gloves off. Anything that came out in twenty twenty that's over forty minutes will count. Any yeah, Netflix and, thing is t- mm-hmm. on. I, I we might have to just do um, uh, best things that came <laughs> out. Maybe m- sort of like best watched experiences of, of <laughs> significant length. Because, like, we're not going to have, like... I could talk about some of the DC animated movies, but we're not going to have a lot. Yeah. Depending on how it goes, I don't even know if we're going to bother doing a What's Coming Up This Year special. Yeah, that would be tough to do. You know what I was thinking we should do? What? Well, listen, everyone, to our meeting of what we're going... (laughs) What we're doing later. I was thinking, you know what? I don't think we've ever done it before because normally, you know, overwhelmed with a bunch of crap. But we should try and do this year a Halloween unwanted answers, like questions about ghosts and stuff. That would be really cool. 
<clears throat> oh, yes. That'd be awesome. All right. Yeah. Where did we leave off? Uh, oh, what's a franchise you like that you don't feel you need to revisit? Um, what was it? A, a what to revisit? A franchise you like that you don't feel the need to revisit. Oh, did I? Um, that's done, and you don't really feel like the need. There's a need for a continuation. I mean, as time goes on, I mean, we just talked about it. As time goes on, I feel less interested in like the 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 Star Wars sequels. I'm just like. I didn't. I did think they were enjoyable, but like, I don't really have that much rewatch uh, desire. Um, well, I meant like a new movie, but you're saying like you don't really feel like going back to revisit them. I, I'm sure I'll rewatch them at some point, but I, it's not something I feel the need to rewatch frequently. But I guess that still not does answer that. But um, not that they ever would continue it. Um, I mean, do you think they would have before the Last Jedi? Mm, I don't. I don't think so. They might have done more like spinoff type stuff. Because I maybe... thought they were talking about how they had plans for Ray, Finn, and Poe for like years yeah, and years. I think so. But hey, I mean, the bright side to all this is that. I think uh, Ryan Johnson might get to be working on the Knives Out movie because apparently it's going to be a series now. I rewatched oh, Knives wow. Out recently. That's geez, that's a fantastic movie. So I want there to be a whole series of that. <laughs> I don't know if that's a rabbit hole question, but if there's a question, what do you want to see continued as a series of movies? It would be the Knives Out uh, mystery de- the detective series. Well, there we go. Knives out. So, <laughs> yeah, you didn't boycott it like some other Star Wars fans. Like, no, it's Ryan Johnson. Fan? I didn't. I didn't even think I even knew that fans boycotted Knives Out. I don't know. I just oh, took okay. a guess. Okay. I mean, it probably did happen. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh man. Did Did you ever think that the Star Wars sequel trilogy would be as controversial as it became? No, I mean, not like I think people forget. Like, do people remember when The Force Awakens came out? It was like there was a general was, excitement. Everyone loved it when it came it, out. It was a collective euphoria. Like everyone <laughs> was just like, Star Wars is good again. It was. It was like co- one of the few times the world held hands. Yeah, everyone and hugged and everyone hugged <laughs> and and wept that Star Wars was back. Like the description it the the perfect description for when Force Awakens came up came out is you ever see those videos of like NASA, the intelligence things where they're on their computers and they safely launch a rocket and everyone yeah. stands up and cheers <laughs> and goes, Yeah, yeah! That yeah. was basically <laughs> everyone was what like fans that's were like <laughs> Yes, that's how fans were when uh, the Force Awakens came out. They're just like, I and get there that was... reference. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many people who were so excited, and then, I mean, Rogue One, what people were excited for, not as much because it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, it didn't affect the story as much because we we yeah. kind of knew where it was all gonna go, but mm-hmm. and Last Jedi came and. <laughs> 
and I left with the same reaction as <laughs> other people had. From I was like, Star Wars. And as you looked, <laughs> there was some guy hunched over. Yeah. He turned to you, sad eyes, and a single tear yeah. rolled down his face. I'm, of just I'm like, crying because... What have they done to Luke? <laughs> I'm crying because Luke, Luke was grumpy. <laughs> How... He just tossed that lightsaber right behind his back. I, I'm going to have to pack all my references, but this is... All, there is basically the grumpy Luke character is a cameo in what we do in the shadows. Mark Hamill plays an old vampire named Jim the Vampire. It took me a while to realize it was him, but I was suddenly just like, huh, that character reminds me of old Luke. Wait a second. It's Mark Hamill. <laughs> oh, Yes. Oh man, do you feel like uh, the Last Jedi? You know what? I I really think it's people unfairly look back on the Force Awakens because of the other two. Uh, I mean, I think people were unfairly looking back on it even before the Last Jedi. I think people were starting to get primed to hate the Last Jedi before it came out, and they didn't even realize it. Um. There were the, the sequel. The sequels were starting to get hate before the Last Jedi came out, but after it came out, people like had something to really get behind as the reason it's <laughs> terrible. I don't know, but um... all right. Which of these three franchises, the three big ones, right now? 2020, maybe not right now, you know, pandemic, but mm -hmm. which right now is the healthiest? Marvel, DC, or Star Wars? I'll say, I think DC is right now in its healthiest spot, especially yeah. with how they just had Joker. And when you look at what they're about to have... I think it's safely DC, especially, like, just looking at, like, um, if you were to look at, like, when, because all of these have had time, all of those have had times where they were not looked at as favorably. Maybe they had bad movies come out or, or something. I feel like DC's was the, possibly the furthest back in a way. Um, just like, I guess just compared to Star Wars. Like, people are probably more ready for new DC stuff. Um, yeah, Some people already gave up on it, so they can come back. <laughs> yeah, and you look at what they've got planned. Mm -hmm. Wonder Woman, the Batman, the Flash. That, that right there is a great lineup for the next few years. Yeah. Which of those is the unhealthiest? Mm. I mean, for me personally, I'd say Marvel, but I can't just... If I look at, try to look at it objectively, I'd have to say Star Wars is right now. I I mean it's like uh I think I I kind of do think that maybe movie-wise, I think Star Wars has a, a hard time. I don't I think it will probably have to be retired for quite a while, but like people really liked the Mandalorian and stuff. I could see there being That's a place true. for Star Wars in general. Um I think that it has a lot of health going for it 
but not necessarily like I don't think there's going to be yet another separate trilogy anytime soon or anything. I think that that has become very unlikely, but um, I don't know. But I guess Marvel's getting TV shows too. So, all right. When do you think the Snyder Cut will be released? Because I meant to mention this on the last episode, but I have a prediction. Really? My prediction is March 25th is when episode one will come out. The five-year anniversary of Batman vs. Superman. Ah. And that's yeah. I think that's also when the first trailer dropped. Well, not the, the Comic-Con thing, but the first actual trailer... Also dropped on March 25th on the one-year anniversary of yeah. BVS. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, even with like not knowing that detail, I would be thinking sometime in the second quarter of 2021 would be my guess. So that kind of lines up with that. Yeah, I think I'm pretty confident saying I think they're going to put it out before The Batman in October. Mm-hmm. Unless it gets moved, which please don't do that to me. Yeah. No, let's let's have twenty twenty one be great. Let's have Batman. At least the last half of it. Like I think we'd be optimistic to think it's going to change much in January, February, March. Yes. But can we get to October? Yes. Please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which adds more value to the original Star Wars trilogy? The prequels or the sequels? Because I'll say this. I think overall the sequel movies, uh, right? I mean, uh, Last Jedi, yeah. But overall the sequel trilogy has better movies. But I think the prequels add more value to the original <laughs> trilogy. Um... I don't think that either of them are really that necessary for. Hmm. Uh, on a like, I would almost say the the sequels just because the they're actually in it like in the future like you're it just feel like I mean obviously they just have. I don't know. I guess it's just that the sequels deal more with more of the main characters. Um, that if you are someone who likes the way the direction they went with it, that makes it seem more significant. Um, although it doesn't necessarily touch much on any. Like, I guess it kind of touches on. Uh, like, I don't know. It, it It's weird, because it has the same characters, but it doesn't necessarily touch the same plot or anything. So. Yeah, you know what bothers me about all these, the Skywalker saga? Is that every tri- time they did a trilogy, it changed the focus of the saga. Like, yeah. when it was the original trilogy... It was the Star Wars trilogy was really Luke Skywalker's story. Yeah. Then when the prequels happened, it became Darth Vader's story. 
Now with the sequels, it's really Palpatine's story. I don't know. I mean, I would I would argue that maybe it's uh, Kylo Ren's story because um, uh, he's a Skywalker. Well, I mean, when you look at the whole saga, yeah, the saga as a whole. Yeah, that's, I guess that would be the thread, yeah. I, 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 you can, there's just a way to look at it where it has more to do with ancestry because um, uh, it goes through the generations of Anakin and then Luke and Leia and then uh, Ben. Yeah, Ben, who's like blood, and then Ray who's kind of adopted into it. Mm-hmm. You know, this <laughs> back when I didn't understand the whole thing about um in the Phantom Menace where um Anakin's mom talks about how there was no father. Right. I didn't know it just happened. I thought when but by meaning there was no father, she meant a deadbeat. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, it's some I, weird. I used to think, yeah. man, Think of how much the universe would have been if they had been smarter. Shimi or whatever your name was, if you had just been smarter. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just it's a weird space Jesus thing. I used to think, do you remember that Trojan condom commercial <laughs> where the kid is throwing the tantrum and it says, use Trojan? Oh, right. I used to think that the Star Wars saga was the ultimate yeah. Trojan commercial. That really is a good because, because uh, the the good <laughs> Skywalkers, well, especially with the full saga now, there are two mass murderer Skywalkers, basically. Yes. in the in the bloodline, and the good, like the good one, Luke, um, was just doing was rectifying what his family did. Like yes. <laughs> He wouldn't need to exist if the others didn't exist. Yes, he's trying to fix their mistakes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I look back, I'm very surprised how little he is in The Rise of Skywalker. Mm. He's yeah. really only in those two scenes, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I. I I, I don't think I was expecting him to be in The Rise of Skywalker much, just because I was like, they, it felt like they wrapped up his story in The Last Jedi. Um, but yeah, he's not in it much. All right, the last rabbit hole. All right, let's do this. What animated series would you like to see a movie of? Hmm. Big live action, I mean, not live action, big anime movie on the big screen. Yeah. So sort of like a, like a, a Simpsons, Simpsons movie, yeah. Um, hmm. I'll say one. Even they did a direct video version, but yeah, and it's coming back in television again. But I would say Animaniacs. Hmm. That is that is good. Um. I mean, you don't like it, but I would almost say Adventure Time or something. Like, it just seems like something that would do better as a movie. So there's not, like, filler. But, um... Um... 
because that's really honestly the only episodes I really cling to from that show are the longer. I think that a story movie arcs. better, yeah. Um, so something like that. I'm trying. I... They kind of did this with Invader Zim. I they they made the Netflix one. Uh, but like a big screen one would be cool too. But did they ever put out that Rocco's Modern Life one they were talking about? Uh, yeah, I watched that too. I watched them on the same night. I watched the Rocco's Modern Life one and the did Invader you? Zim one. Yeah. How was it? Because they were both. When did it good. come out? I don't remember, but I, I, I actually I think I saw it around New Year's or something. So oh, I, I it came know. out last year, August 9th. Yeah. I didn't see it right after it came out, but. Oh, what, what was it? They disappeared in the '90s or something. Yeah, they were, like, gone for that entire time, like, in space or something, and then they return, and it's... Imagine if they came back in 2020. Yeah, if they would have... If it would have accidentally been a year or two later. You know what is the one of the most messed up series finales ever? I don't know if I've ever brought it up. Mm. I've only seen clips of it. Oh, what? Did you have... Do you remember the show Dinosaurs? Oh yeah. Like Wait, um I'm already How does that show end? Wait. <laughs> it, it you're just like, "Oh my god, wait. This is my childhood. I love dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. No, I was, I was Earl, mostly just And there's the baby who always hits him with a frying pan. I'm that baby. Got to love me." No, I was mostly was also just voiced thinking by Elmo. Do they all die. They do all die. Yeah. It's the ice age. Wow. And they freeze to death. <laughs> wow interesting interesting writers room day I can't believe they went with that cause you know I would, how I would have thought they would have ended it Just... that they would have had some kind of like final scene and they jump forward and they show those basically the exact same characters but as humans like 2000 years later to show that the same things yeah. happen throughout all of time well, that, yeah. I mean, that's a good way to end it, but. But no, it ends with them freezing to death. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's cool, right? I mean, if you watch it, they'd all be dead now anyway. Yeah, you have to get used to the fact that a lot of people you're seeing in pictures on screen, like, they're dead people, so. Yes. Do you have, like, a most memorable series finale? Or, like, the first series finale you remember? Just, like. Uh, because oh, I do remember, like, the first time I ever actually remember being like, oh, my God, this is the end of the series. Wow. Mm. Like I said, like, a lot of times... Um, oh, my headphones are about to die. Um, oh. A lot of... Uh, before they do... Um, I didn't make it to the end of a lot of series for a long time. Um and so by the time I started making it to the end of whole series, I was, I knew it was coming. Um, so, I mean, I'd probably just have to say The Office or something because it was one <laughs> of the earlier shows where I watched the finale as it was happening. I remember when I was five watching Fox Kids 
the back when the Power Ranger seasons were continuations instead of like just a, like a reboot every year. That they did a season finale, which I mean, still to this day is like wow. They like they very much raised the stakes. They brought back all the villains, and like in the show, they kill off the floating blue head who was the leader this whole time. He yeah. tells the red one, "Kill me to save the world," and I was like, "What? <laughs> what is happening?" And he smashes the tube, and yeah. then there's like a light, and all the villains are destroyed. And you're like, they saved the world until you see the commercial coming this season. Power Rangers <laughs> Lost Galaxy. I'm like, oh, I guess he did die for nothing. Because yeah. it was planned to be that was going to be the end of the show, and then ratings went up, so they kept going. Oh, really? <laughs> for the rest of the time that Fox Kids existed. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, so, yeah, there. I guess that brings us near the end, and it might need to be that way because um, all of my technology is on its yes. last legs. We're bringing everything to a close. We're not gonna overstay our welcome like the <laughs> office. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Nate. Nate. Nate was a plus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is Dwight telling his mother that him that his mother is dying again is, is like That's, one of my favorite moments of the whole show. His sincere reaction. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? If they had ever done the farm, I would have loved for Nate to have moved over yeah. there. He would be a character that would definitely need to come back. Just yes. Like, oh, Daryl. You, you, sh- you shouldn't have. Wow, thanks. <laughs> oh, the yeah, the uh, cashmere thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Oh, remember the how he first got hired? He was to take care of some bee thing. Yeah, they were they were both speaking Spanish poorly, and then <laughs> they realized that they both spoke English. Uh, Dwight and Nate. Yeah. Yes. All right. Did you ever get more into that book? Um, only a little, but I just remembered one of my other favorite, uh, Nate lines that I have to, uh, shout out. It's when he's saying, uh, he gives a long-winded explanation of like, um, yeah, and I, I barely know you, Brian, but like having only (laughs) met, I only just met you. And again, I, I barely know you, Brian, but, uh, I would say I prefer Rafi. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh man. Uh. That just reminds me, remember when um, Daryl's ex-wife came to the, like, the conference room when they were meeting and Kevin said, and Kevin asked Daryl about her and they, and they had to bleep him out? <laughs> you said she was a bleep, bleep, bleep. Well, Kevin, oh, that's what Daryl said. She's a bleep, bleep. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, yes. You gotta love that Good. censorship. Yeah. Uh, and right now, Paul is censoring us. Yeah, he is. He's telling us that we've gone over budget. <laughs> yes, and as we learn, not a lot of news, but yeah. boy, did that rabbit hole. It was... All right, guys, so there we go with this episode of Comment Section. That's right. We fell down that rabbit hole. You can fall down that rabbit hole. You've got 60 other episodes you can go back to and re-fall down that rabbit hole. And always remember to take your parachutes. Kids, it's important. Parachutes, it will slow the drop. But yes, 
There we go. That was comment section. Always remember, whether intentional or not, whether you trip or you're pushed, or you just somehow are walking and find yourself in it, to keep falling down that rabbit hole. Thank you.